Welcome to Anderswick Church. We hope this message empowers and encourages you. To hear more from our church, make sure you subscribe or visit our website at annasbrook.co.nz for a service near you. Nice to see you all. Welcome, welcome. My name is Michelle, if we haven't met before. Um, I'm married to Dave and we're the location pastors here at uh, Annasbrook in Nelson City. So it's good to be here. Oh, applause at the start. That's encouraging. Awesome. Okay, well, it is my privilege to bring the word this morning. And um, a few weeks ago, I got asked if I would speak on Mother's Day on the topic of discipling children, which is quite um, quite an honour, really. I, I started putting down some notes and uh, I said, I've had a great session. I just like got all this stuff down. And then I had a look at it the other night and I said, um, I think I've got enough points here for like a 10-week series. <laughs> So I'm going to have to really cut it back. So I really had to um, work on that. But um, the theme at the moment that we're doing in church, if you not already know, is we're doing, uh, is it Discipleship Foundations or, found, yeah, Discipleship Foundations. So having a strong foundation in the Christian faith is our focus. Um, some of us, that's a new journey. For some of us, we've known all our life. But one thing's for sure, it is a lifelong journey. None of us have made it. And uh, we're always learning. So uh, it was quite funny when you, you know, when you get to ask, talk about something, the first thing you do is you go type it, <laughs> type it in Google, discipling children. And what comes up? Disciplining children. <laughs> it just, it will just autocorrect. Like if you type that in your phone to someone, I'm going to talk on discipling children. It'll say, I'm talking on disciplining children. Um, which is quite funny, but it is actually... Um, it's the same root word, right? So disciple is coming from the Latin word to learn. And, and discipline is really the, you know, the exercise of discipling. It's learning. It's a learning process. So they, they, they go hand in hand. So I just want to acknowledge, I think Viv already did a really good job at acknowledging that Mother's Day is, is hard for some people and that, that there's layers to that. There's lots of different reasons. Some of us, it's a great day. It's a fun day. Some days it's just the same as any other when you've got small children in your house. It doesn't really change. So, um, but you know, we're all, we're all God's children and um, he loves us and that's, that's awesome, eh? So I just, I'll just start by praying. Lord God, we just, um, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for the opportunity to um, thank you for that you are like a parent to us. You are a parent to us. You are our heavenly father. And so I just um, pray for your presence to be with each and every one of us this morning. And Lord God, that you be an encouragement to every mother in the room and every person as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. All right, one thing for sure though. We are all in this room and we were born into this world and for that it required a mother. I think we can all agree on that. Whether that was a nurturing experience or a traumatic one, regardless of got, how you got here today or how you were raised, we can share in the knowledge that we have a heavenly Father who loves us. All parents fall short of the glory of God, and there is no such thing as a perfect parent. Um, my message today is about discipling children, but ultimately I'm hoping it will apply to all of us because um, discipleship is really about leadership. And um, 
parenting is really just a crash course on leadership. <laughs> so um, John C. Maxwell is a brilliant author and he, he's written a lot of books on leadership and uh, the key to it all is we are all leaders, whether we like it or not, whether we would name that or not. Uh, leadership equals influence and you have influence on someone, whether you like it or not, if you're in their world, you will be having an effect on them. They will be watching you. They will be listening to you. They'll be observing you. So what you do is influence, what, and that is a type of leadership. And that is what we are as parents as well. So whether we like it or not, we are leaders. And if you are a parent, you are their leader. So let's have an honest chat about parenting for a minute. Having a child is probably one of the scariest things you will ever do as an adult. It is not for the faint-hearted, that's for sure. It is a long-term commitment that will draw on your time, energy, resources and finances, your body, your brain function, your patience, your sanity. It will test every problem-solving ability you have. To get started, you're going to need an entry-level qualification with majors in psychology, teaching, culinary arts, first aid, sports coaching, nursing, dry cleaning, organisation and management, taxi driving, health services and hostage negotiation. <laughs> and now that's just to get started, okay? I just want to let you know now, the pay is non-existent, all right? The hours are going to be 24-7. There's no days off, uh, no annual leave, and no pay equity or pay parity. Um, I'm not sure if Julia's here. She's a union rep, but as far as I know, there's no union representation either. So, I mean, I mean, why, why wouldn't you sign up for that? <laughs> Oh, and if you would like some professional development, then this is for you to source at your own cost and within the same hours, okay? So that's... <laughs> it's such a great deal. <laughs> so, I don't even mean, what is crazy, right? We, we, can, we, can, we can't learn to drive a car without a license or practice medicine or law without qualifications. And yet we can enter into parenthood with no training, no license and no instruction book. And that's perfectly acceptable. So it's no wonder that we're all messed up in, a, in at least some small way, right? We all have our fair share of childhood traumas and I think that's what makes us all human, right? We all have some great stories. Some of them were probably not funny at the time, but looking back on them now, they, are, they can be quite funny. So, um, yeah, if you are crazy enough and game enough and fortunate enough to have children, you will know one thing. That once that child comes into the world, there is a piece of your heart living on the outside of your body. And this is a miracle, and yet it is also terrifying. How do we protect, guide, disciple and hu a human being from being a tiny infant into a fully functioning, well-rounded adult who loves God and loves people? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So um, we've been fortunate enough to have four children, um, and I did get some photos. Nathan, have we got some? All right, this is us. This is us in the early days. All right, look at look at that hair, Dave. Oh no, go back to the baby photo first. Okay, yeah. Well, let's get some perspective here, right? This is what uh, four children under five looks like. 
Okay, so Trinity is four, four years old there. She's got Nathan in a headlock. He's about two and really didn't want to be in that photo. Israel's like just, I don't know, he's, he's always been the kind of the chill one. And then Naomi just fitting in with everybody else. But yeah, so it, it's fun times. And then we've got the next photo was, uh, this, is the, um, this is the primary school years. Now the primary school years is about lots of things you have to do as a parent, including book character dress-up days, okay? So here they are being the, um, the Pevensey children from the Chronicles of Narnia. This is some of my best work, by the way, I'm showing you. <laughs> what else have we got? Oh, this would have to be one of my all-time favourites. This is um, ice creams at a batch in Topor. It's a very, very, very cute photo. Look at them, they all look about the same size as well. <laughs> and there's a, I think there's one of them now too. Oh, look at them. Yeah, aren't they handsome? They're very, very cool kids. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's, a, that's a little bit about our family. So they're all teenagers now. Actually, Trinity's 20, going to be 21 this year. And Naomi is 16. She's actually leading kids for me today, which is awesome. Nathan's on screens. Israel's living in Christchurch. Trinity's off working somewhere. Um, so it's, it's still a busy house, but um, it it's just evolves over time. Anyway, so like I said, there's no such thing as a perfect parent. Dave and I have made our fair share of mistakes, and I think an important part of parenting is acknowledging that. Um, this is a great little... I, I asked one of our kids, oh, do you have any funny stories that you can remember from growing up? So it was a little bit edgy, but I've got to share it because it was just so funny. It's going gonna, it's gonna to put Dave... It's about Dave anyway, so it's all right. <laughs> so... Um, uh, Israel said to me, he said, um, he had his, oh, I must, I'll read it because so I get it right. Um, so Israel's, Israel's always been quite good at school and he's generally, he didn't get into too much trouble, but this was an occasion where he did. He said, I remember one time when we were having a class debate when I was around eight or nine years old. One person asked another, where's your evidence for that? And he yelled, up my butt. <laughs> he, he said, I then got sent to the principal's office. The principal didn't know how to punish me for that, so he just told Dad. And Dad said, that's probably my fault. <laughs> I've said that quite a bit around the house. <laughs> it's kind of a bit of a running joke. If you can't find something around the house, then is, is it, where is it? Is it up your butt? <laughs> <laughs> you know, kids just they love to mimic what you say, and it will come out at the most inopportune time. <laughs> All right. So, as if you're a parent, you are the leader, and children need you to lead the home. They are not capable of doing this themselves. As much as the most strong-willed child will have you believe that they are in charge, uh, they are not, and nor should they be. They need your wisdom and they need you to be Jesus to them. Just like the disciples, they're going to ask very repetitive and obvious questions. They will doubt you. They will look for shortcuts. They will need you to come to their rescue and when they are stuck. But ultimately, they love you and they need your love and they would be lost without you. So do not underestimate your responsibility as the leader. 
as the leader, you set the culture. So you're going to have a think about this one. This is something that I think we went into as, as a couple at the start of when we decided we wanted to have children. Like we had an idea of what we wanted our, the values of our family to be like. So you, you're in charge as the leader of the family to, or the leaders of the family to set the culture within your own home. So just as a manager sets the culture for an organisation, um, you know, your culture of your home is set by you. It is yours to steward, so think strategically and think long term. It is going to require being purposeful and consistent in your approach. The most unhelpful style of parenting is probably an inconsistent one. Children need to know what they can expect from you to feel safe and secure. So consistency is key. And I think about Charlotte was on that a little bit before. It's like you're constantly, you feel like you're the bad guy sometimes, but you're just constantly tapping, constantly working on it. It's an ongoing thing. Um, What else is there? Being consistent can be incredibly challenging. Some children are especially strong-willed. How many people remember the the bedtime battles? Is that you? Anyone had like a child that really doesn't like going to bed? Um, I think we have a particular person in our household who did not stay in bed for the first five years of her life. (laughs) Every night, I'm just going to come and see you. I just want to get a drink of water. You know, like it's it's, it's just, um, it's just, it sounds petty and little, but when you're in it, it's kind of a big deal. But it's um, at those points where you feel like it would be easy to give up, like keep on doing the consistent things is important. Um, as the leader, you set the agenda as far as what you're going to do as a family. Um, and for us, that's always been about being in church and serving in church and something that we always set as a value. And, and not every family does that. And, and that's okay because, I mean, you can use the words like, in our family, this is what we do. Like, and, and Charlotte and Matthew are great examples of that. This is what we do in our family. This is what we value. Um, and you're the leader of house, the house, and that is okay to say that. Joshua 24, 15, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And we have, you know, we have that on the wall at home. But, you know, if you read about that chapter, it's really about what's going on in this situation, but what are you going to make the decision to do and making that choice? Um, consistently being in church has been a huge part of our kids' lives. And I'd say it is not about attendance, okay? It's not about coming to a program. It is about being part of something that is bigger than yourself. And we have always used the phrase, we don't have to go to church, we get to go to church. Um, We don't have to serve in church, we get to serve in church. It is our honour to do it. Um, The why behind what you do is really important and having that as a clear value. And, And sometimes you just have to make the call on that, you know. And I think all of our kids, I I sent them a text out the other week just to ask them what were some of the key things growing up that were really significant to them. And they all said, like, just regularly being in church, being around other Christians and being around other families and being around awesome kids leaders and, and youth and just, it's all of that. It just has so much influence on their lives. So, yeah, really, really awesome thing to do. 
um, who is speaking into your children's lives. So the influence, children and people are generally shaped, influenced, influenced by who is in their world. And as a parent, you do have a lot of influence on making sure what rooms your kids are in. Um, and who you're, who they're hanging around, and likewise, as an adult, you know you are responsible for yourself. What rooms are you in? What, who are you talking with? Who are you spending your time with? Who is having influence on you? So think about that for your children as well. Um, as a leader, you will need to set boundaries and consequences. <laughs> As modern culture changes, the terms children and boundaries seem to be increasingly unwoke. There is a trend of child-led parenting, which may seem helpful short-term, but ultimately it is actually unbiblical and unwise. And I'm hoping that's not going to be too triggering for anyone. But um, I re- you really, if, you, if you're Christian and you want to parent biblically, the, the Bible is very clear on, um, on, on discipline. Yeah, I said it. (laughs) Um, Biblical principles and God's word is always about what is best for us. And if we got that um, Hebrews 12, 6 scripture, Nathan, the Lord disciplines his children. I mean, he... (laughs) It's it's there, right? It's written. Um, And there's... um, Is it Proverbs 13, 24, is that? Yeah, whoever spares the rod hates their children, but the one who loves their children is careful to discipline them. I mean, that's quite an out there scripture, right? Like that's, um, whoever spares a rod hates their children. Oh my gosh. I think, I mean, in the 80s or probably long before that, the, the this may have been taken out of context and people th- talked about using the rod as in that, like literally smacking the child with a stick. But if you... Go back to the root of what the rod is. So we're talking about biblical times about shepherding, and the shepherd would have a rod and a staff, correct? So the rod is for tapping and guiding the sheep in the right direction, and the, the one with the hook on the end is like pulling them out of difficulty. So the, using the rod is not, is not about beating into submission. It's not being bossy. It's not about, you know, it's not about exuding power. It's about having the foresight to know what is going to be best for them. It's about keeping them safe, helping them avoid pain in the long run. And sometimes it's just about creating healthy habits and life skills. And Charlotte did talk about that before. She's like, you know, you're constantly, you're teaching on them. You're constantly. And it's like a little tap, 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 tap. And sometimes you feel like you go through phases where you're always tapping. But... um, (laughs) It's an important part of it. In fact, if you love your children, to be careful to discipline them. And again, discipline has negative connotations. You know, talk, you, we think about harshness, and um, y- you know, there's some. I think there's some nev- negative connotations around that word. But healthy discipline is around, like we're talking about discipling and learning. And how do you do that? Um. Yeah, I was trying to think of an example of teaching teaching our kids. Um, so so um, obviously, like, the best way to teach consequences for children is um, what, what you would call natural consequence parenting. So 
Um, does anyone have kids who just like constantly lose their stuff? Like it's just, yeah, yeah, a few hands, yeah. And it's always like when you've just brought them a new pair of shoes or a new school uniform or it's like the next day it's gone missing. Um, <clears throat> we have a particular child who would love to lose his bus pass all the time and it would usually be like the day after I'd put like $15 credit on <laughs> I've lost my bus pass again. Um, so I did... This was an example of something that I did, which felt really hard at the time, but I did it. And I think it did work. Nathan might be able to attest to this. Okay, he's, he's smiling at me, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume that this is the green light. But um, I would... <laughs> in Nelson, we have like this really naff bus service where you have to use... You have to have cards. Yeah, I wish it was on their phone because they don't lose their phones, right? Teenagers don't lose phones, but they'll lose their bus cards. I'm like, why don't you put your bus card in your phone case so then you won't lose it? But, oh no, it still gets lost. So um, in the end, after about the third time he'd lost his bus card, I said, that's it, not buying your bus card anymore. Like, I'm just not. (laughs) These are your options. You can go down to the council and buy yourself a new one and be in charge of topping it up, you can find your own way to school. But he did. To his credit, he went down, he found the council, he bought himself a bus card. And am I right, Nathan, you never lost one again? (laughs) No, no. Okay. So it felt felt hard, but he he didn't lose his bus card anymore. So that's good. He wasn't, no, he was in college by that point. (laughs) So, yeah, yeah. Sometimes a little bit of tough love is actually what is needed. Um, So setting boundaries, uh, aka discipline, at the right time and that are age appropriate to the child can be tricky, but they are very important. And God is very clear about the principle of rebuking our bad behaviours. So it actually says God rebukes and he disciplines us. So when I thought about that today, I'm like, how do we know when God is disciplining us? Like, what do we just chalk up as, I don't know, the devil's on my case or, you know, (laughs) is is God actually trying to teach something to us? Like if we're in a position where we're we're frustrated or where something's not moving in the direction that we want, like what are, it's good to take those moments to think, what can I learn from this? Because it's possibly just God kind of giving us a tap, you know, checking your attitude keeping an eye on what you're saying and how you're responding, you know? Like just, yeah, I, it's, it's not something we talk about very much, but I thought it was a really interesting concept that God loves us and he disciplines us and, and that's what we need to do for our own children. Why? Because he's mean? No, because he cares for us and he wants us to learn from our mistakes. When setting a consequence, follow through is imperative. God never bribes us into good behaviour. He rewards obedience. So, however, learning things the hard way is part of human nature. Children do tend to um, hear what you say and do the opposite, okay? (laughs) I remember very clearly when Israel was little and Israel would go up on the top bunk. He must have been about two or three. Dave's like, Israel, do not jump off the top bunk. And he's standing up okay, going, <laughs> Israel, do not jump off the top bunk. All he heard was, 
Israel, jump off the top bunk. Boom. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. Sometimes there's some, some reverse psychology. I don't know. Maybe there's some credit to that. Um, yeah, so yeah, there's, there's lots of stories I can think about with our kids. But yeah, essentially discipleship. Discipleship and learning are all tied in together. We all want what is best for our children, and we don't always get it right. If you feel like you've messed up, lost the plot, apologize to your kids. It's okay. It's good for them to see that when you fall short, it is going to be okay. And I think that's the same with other people in our lives. If you've done something or said something that you're not happy about or you're not proud of, go back to that person and apologize and say, you know what, I was out of line. I was having a bad day and it wasn't acceptable what I said. It's good for people and it's good for your children to see when you fall short, it's going to be okay. We all make mistakes and having that grace with them. You know, God forgives us. Let's forgive our kids. Let's forgive ourselves. Let's forgive each other in our mistakes. This is how we learn. You know, we, we, we learn from our failures. We learn from making mistakes. And that's why children, they're constantly testing the boundaries. They're pushing and it's, it's just about helping them and guiding them and discipling through them through that process. Um, have we got Colossians three twenty three, Nathan? Um, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord and not for human masters. And this is in a chapter of the Bible, and it was titled. Um, Godly household principles or something like that. Um, yeah, and it's, um, I had this, when my kids were little, I had it up in my kitchen and instead I paraphrased it and it said, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord not and not for children. <laughs> because you do feel a little bit like a slave to your circumstances sometimes you know it's it's um slaves are not something that exist anymore but that it talks about working as working unto the lord um and that your reward is in heaven like you build up a heavenly reward and um you know, when you're having those days where you feel like you're going around in circles and you've got the, oven, the next load of washing on and the food just keeps coming and the mess just keeps going, um, you're, you're not just building into oblivion. You're building into someone's life. You're building into a future. God sees your hard work and he rewards it, you know. And so, and working, working, like Charlotte, I think Charlotte said it really well. She said, you know, doing everything you do for, as unto the Lord. Um, yeah, so that, I mean, that's some of my main points. I, like I said, if you'd like to come and see me for the 10-part series, I do have more, but <laughs> I try to keep it as, how long are we doing for time, Donna? Oh, good. Oh, well done. That's awesome. So um, I'm just going to wrap up by praying now. Um, and... If you've never known a heavenly father who loves you unconditionally, you haven't experienced what it is to interact with Jesus, who is our greatest teacher. He's our greatest example of a leader. And you would like to, I can pray for that today. And if today is difficult for you, for whatever reason, maybe your kids aren't here, or you haven't been able to have children, maybe your mum isn't here, 
um, you've got trauma or pain or distress that's in any area of family life, I know that this can be a hard day. So I'll just pray for that now. And finally, if you do have a mum in your world, thank her and let her know that you love her and appreciate her because um, we do like it when that happens. <laughs> All right, Father God, we just thank you. We thank you um, that you love us as a parent loves us, that you want to teach us, that you want us to learn. You want the best for us. Your, your, your plan is to prosper us and not to harm us, to give us a future and a hope. And that is what we, we, we want for each and every one of us. And that is what we want for each and every person in this room and for our children and our children's children. So Father, I just pray right now for people who need to know your love. Lord God, that your Holy Spirit will come. Holy Spirit, let people know that you're here, that you care about them, that you are a loving Father, that you never leave or forsake us, that you always have our back. I pray for everyone here who is feeling sadness today, who are missing a loved one, where there's been pain, where there's been distress, where there's been trauma. God, I pray you bring your healing hand. I pray you bring your comfort. And for every parent here who is in the thick of it right now, they feel like they're always on their children. Some days they feel lost. Lord God, that you would encourage them, Lord God. Lord, that as they, as they hand it over to you, as they submit their work unto you, their parenting unto you, Lord God, that you would have your way in their home, that you would be Jesus to them, to their children. We hope you enjoyed this message. If you're wondering what the next step in your faith journey looks like, please get in touch with us. Email us at info at or visit our website.